0: Welcome to the Code Life podcast with me, Nathan Blackerby
1: and my great mate Carl Beach. Hello mate, and we're um currently sitting outside the premiere in in yeah. what we were calling Maidenhead, but it's actually made stone. <laughs>
0: I've got it a little bit muddled. Yeah, yeah made stone, not Maidenhead.
1: Back on location where we've been visiting some amazing projects yeah. and yeah, yeah, so yeah, meeting good, some cool people.
0: Yeah, good morning. So on the road, um a little bit of edge stuff this morning. Um, and then this evening, we're meeting up with a great friend of CVM's and hopefully a veg to come, which is Dan, um, which is going to be good. Yeah, I'm excited about that. But a yep. good project this morning, mate. So, Amazing. a group of
1: women reaching mums and kids. Yeah, in some really tough places. Really and, tough um, places. Just, just, just love the way some people are humbly, quietly. Just no doing it. Fair, just getting, just getting on with it. a job. No masses of PR. Yeah, yeah. Not trying to sell stuff. Yeah. Just, just I mean, that just so floats on a boat.
0: Yeah, really passionate about it and, and grew it from nothing. Grew yeah. it from a vision. Ten years of hard yeah. graft. Yeah. And, and now it's kind of, it's sustaining four of them which and they work part-time for the project.
2: Yeah. So
0: yeah, really cool. So I guess the takeaway for that, mate, is if God gives you a picture or a little vision, pursue it.
1: That's it. Chase it. Get your head see down. See what he says. Yeah. Get your head down, graft. I like that. Yeah, see.
0: Um, so welcome to the podcast. Uh, if you're joining us for the first time, this is the Code Life podcast. So we talk about faith, we talk about life, but we do it through a lens of just reality, really, and how all this stuff hits the ground, what it actually means in practice, and we're honest about life and the ups and downs of what life can throw at us. Um, So yeah, if you're accessing this for the first time, welcome, welcome to Kodaf Podcast. We are going to slightly change the format a little bit of this today. We're going to put some clips in. We want to up our podcast game. Uh, You can probably hear we're outside. Um, If you're interested, we like that. We like being on location. Yeah, we we? like being on location. And if you are listening in and you're a bit techie and you're interested in what we set up, we've got the Zoom H6 that we record on. Uh, We've got some Comica um, like condenser clip-on lapel mics, uh, lavalier mics, and then I'm running the Beats Studio 3 headphones just to check the monitoring levels.
1: Yep, and I have a Quetta jacket on. From Yeah. It's a nice jacket that mate. North Face would be about four hundred quid. This one really uh, nineteen ninety five. You've had that a while.
0: You've had that jacket a while. I have
1: had it a while, thanks for noticing. It's lasted well. Yeah, it has mate. If it gets a little whipping it, all the fluff comes out.
0: Yeah. Well, we were gonna talk a little bit today about the power of the brain and in particular savants. Yeah. And just what is it all about? You know, the Rayman film? Do you remember yeah, that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Based I on remember, a real bloke.
1: I remember when I was a kid, I was mesmerised, mesmerised by a story in the Reader's Digest. My mum and dad used to get the Reader's Digest I remember it, yeah. A little With a pen and... Yeah. yeah. And there was a bloke called Tom Champagne, always trying to get you to sign up for stuff. Anyway, yeah. Who actually existed. Anyway, there was an article in there, which I used to read over and over and over again about a kid called joe and I, I did try to find his story it became some computer top gun but he was just you know a genius boy genius, you know ridiculous ages like five six could do incredible computations and all that kind of stuff and, and play piano and do art and and you just like how how you know what is it about the brain you know and then and then there's this common what we realized was a myth that Because I thought, well, we're only using a small fraction of our brains. Yeah. Well, that's the myth. Yeah, but you're saying that's a myth. Well, yeah. All right. Well, But actually, that's not true. Because otherwise, when I do brain scans, it'll be black, you know, like brains are dead.
0: Unused.
1: Unused. But but actually, it's not true. So, I think we should should put this out there first, that there are some brain myths. One brain myth is that we only use 10% of our brains. According to Smithsonian, that is basically not true at all. Um there there's a whole you know the fact your brain starts dying after you're forty, not true. Um the fact we've got five senses actually isn't true as well. Yeah, there's a whole there's a whole bunch of stuff yeah. um <clears throat> that that basically isn't true. Right. Um the brain is utterly remarkable, but it does seem that some people are able to access their brain power. Yeah. In a way that most of us mere mortals are not able to.
0: It's like they unlock something, but but what we've seen for our research is often they unlock something at a cost to other factors of the brain or the, or the human capability. So mm. some would be, you know, struggling with different areas of life or cognitive behaviours. Well, there is or... the
1: autistic yeah, isn't yeah, it? yeah, exactly. You know, where they they seem to have this incredible, like the Rain Man thing, you know, yeah. like incredible computational powers but you know i might, might be autistic that's yeah. not true of every savant but it is is true of many that's for sure um
0: it's interesting mate isn't it so i i, I did a little bit of research here on my phone let's have a look um What's we, got? well i'm just having a look i, I googled kim peak do you remember kim peak so he's basically uh, where the the whole Rain Man film came from. Right. Um, sadly, he died in December two thousand and nine. Right. Um, but he he was kind of like the guy this was based on uh, the the film anyway. And let me just read to you a little bit about Kim Peek. Um, this is what it says. Let me just get to the start of this article. Um, While Raymond from Rain Man was fictional, the character was actually inspired by the true story of Kim Peek. In the movie, Raymond is portrayed as having autism. However, Kim actually had a condition where the bundle of nerves that connect the two hemispheres of the brain were missing. Kim's memory abilities were astounding. During his life, he memorised over 12,000 books (laughs) completely, including the Bible, and was an expert on 15 subject areas, including geography, music, literature, history, and sports. Amazingly, Kim could actually read two pages at once.
1: No way.
0: His left eye read the left page, and his right eye read the right page, and it only took him eight seconds to read and memorise two pages. How does that even work? I have no clue, mate. That's
1: that's just odd. I'm not calling him an oddball. I mean, he's just so extraordinary. Yeah. There's that one guy, the artist, isn't there, who he can look at a city or fly over a city or look at a view of a city and just accurately reproduce it with a pencil drawing, you know, just from one look. Yeah. Then there's this, um, the, the Synthesia thing where people have senses that are overlapping and like numbers yeah. become shapes and what yeah. I can do, huge, hugely complex sums. Yeah, I mean, really you, you talk about that a bit. Talk about that a well, bit. We've got a little, little clip, little, haven't we, Ian? Yeah, there's one guy called um,
0: Daniel Tamat. British no, I,
1: bloke. Yeah, no, I read his book. Let, let's, um, let's listen to a clip. Mm. This is um, Daniel Tamat uh, being tested by a journalist.
2: Daniel Tamat claims that since he was four years old, he's been able to do huge calculations in his head. So in August 2002, we dropped by, armed with a calculator
3: um and you can't see this calculator that i've got here can you
2: um we first asked daniel to multiply 37 by itself four times
3: okay okay 57 to the power of four um one one million yeah eight hundred and seventy four
1: thousand one hundred and sixty one amazing so this is this guy without a calculator doing this calculation to a hundred places just by sitting there in, instantly then he he's not convinced so he he goes on to test him again so let's, let's listen to that
3: Just to make sure that people say, well, perhaps you just know a few of these off by heart. Let me just choose another one.
2: Next, Uh, we ask him to divide 13 13 by by 97.
3: 97. 0.1340206. That's as far as my calculator goes. Brilliant. 185. Five, six, seven. Uh... You're carrying on? I'm carrying on. Do you want me to stop, or...? How many points can you do it to? 100.
2: Nearly 100. At this point, we borrowed a computer that gave us the answer to 32 decimal places. Okay. Okay. No 0.1340206185...
3: Zero, zero, Five, six, seven.
2: As he went on, every single number was correct, and he even surpassed the computer. Four,
3: six, three, nine, one, seven, five, two, five. You've reached the end of the computer. It's all a hundred percent amazing.
1: So he, when he's doing calculations, yeah. he's not seeing the numbers. He, he. Feels them in his senses. I once spoke to this actuary, mm. you know, like the rocket scientists yeah, yeah, of the yeah. insurance world.
2: Yeah.
1: And he said to me, have these incredibly powerful computers that will bring out a calculation. And you'll watch the answer being printed out. And sometimes he said, he feels that the computer's got it wrong. And they run a test again, and he's correct. The computer got it wrong.
2: He, he feels could just it. just
1: feel it. Feels it. Sees it.
0: Very interesting, mate,
1: this. Yeah, it's called Synthesia. It's a remarkable thing. Synthesia. Yeah. Let's listen to a bit more of this
2: clip. Daniel's brain seems to be doing something almost magical. It appears to be doing math without him actually having to think. As if this wasn't enough, Daniel is also a wizard with words he knows nine languages and says he could learn to speak a new one in just a week how can Daniel do such enormous calculations in his head and is it really possible to learn a language in just seven days so he can can learn a language in a
0: week and don't they go on to test him? They put him on some Turkish TV channel or something. Yeah,
1: that's right. Yeah, There's another one where he, he, he breaks a record for yeah. calculating, I think it's pi to the 20,000
0: 20, decimal point or something. Yeah, he just, just sits phenomenal. in a room and does
1: it without any pen and paper. Yeah.
0: And there's people, five or six people checking each number. Right. And they have to take breaks. It takes
1: hours, doesn't it? I've watched it.
0: Yeah. Mate, what is this about? <laughs> it's like unlocking boss level yeah, in your just brain
1: a disclaimer here we are not neuroscientists we're not we're, not, we're, uh, yeah. we're experts at people perhaps from our work well, we can read people but yeah, it yeah. comes to the human brain no, I've got it's a, a clue. Another level. There's, there's one guy isn't there who's the, the brightest man in the world I'll look up his name in a bit the highest IQ in the world who's working on the combined theory of everything at the moment really? he's going to blow everyone's <laughs> minds the question is what is going on
0: well let me let me let's expand the case a bit more. let's keep feeding in before we try and draw some straws and pull some threads together. So this is Leslie Lemke. when Leslie was born prematurely, he had brain damage, cerebral palsy, and had to have his eyes surgically removed wow. due to glaucoma. when yeah. Leslie was put up for adoption at six months old, may a local nurse who who was 52 with five children of her own welcomed him into her family. I mean, got pause there. What a woman. Yeah. Right? I mean that's massive. When Leslie was 16, in the middle of the night, May woke up to hearing music playing. Thinking she had left the TV on, she went into the lounge room to turn it off, but found Leslie playing Tchaikovsky's. Sorry for the wind there. Tchaikovsky's piano con- concerto <laughs> I can't even say it number concerto, one yeah. concerto number <laughs> one flawlessly yeah. on their piano and he, here's the thing he had heard it on TV earlier that day for the first time well so he heard it
1: and that night blind went out and played it flawlessly well listen to this uh, this clip here this is a six year old Chinese American boy He's called a piano prodigy. Uh, Beat out thousands of applicants from around the world at Carnegie Hall to play at Carnegie Hall. He's the youngest ever to perform. Um, I'm looking at footage of it here. And he's so tiny, he can barely fit in front of the grand piano. Really? Yeah, listen to this.
3: He's playing Mozart, one of his favorite composers, along with Bach and Chopin. Music brings me happiness and I want to bring the audience happiness. Jean's parents say William always responded to music.
0: So I don't know what we're, what we're looking at here, but it is exceptional. So here is, um, I, was, I was just reading very quickly this story of Leslie Lemke. Yeah, go for it. I want it. to play a little clip of Leslie. I said, oh, thank you, dear God, that you've remembered to do something for Leslie.
3: Everybody's beautiful. The first time he sang
1: was the most important thing I ever heard.
3: He was singing and playing piano, but he couldn't talk with us. What was
0: I
2: doing that time? All Everybody's Okay, this is
0: important because he wasn't able to speak with his family. Yet something in music enabled him to sing. It unlocked him. It unlocked him. Mate, it wasn't just he could memorise Tchaikovsky. He he couldn't speak, yet he could sing. What's going on? The brain is crazy. It is crazy. Mate, I've got got more. Stephen Wiltshire. As a young child, Stephen discovered a passion for drawing. First off, animals, then buses, then buildings, and the city's landmarks. Yeah. Throughout his early childhood, Stephen was unable to communicate verbally.
1: This is the guy I was talking about right, earlier.
0: Right, But instead, communicated through his drawings. Today, Stephen is an artist with a unique talent which has led to him being nicknamed the Human Camera. After he sees a city landscape just once, yeah. such as from a plane, he can draw it perfectly from memory right down to the number of floors and windows on each building he draws the whole panorama
1: (laughs) exactly right so what's actually happening there is i'm i'm sitting opposite you and behind you is a brick wall and a window and then a few stories of this hotel yeah what we're saying is that he would sit there and just in a matter of seconds he would see how many courses of bricks there are yeah all the details and how many windows are now i've been sitting here i've not noticed that i've not noticed how many i've just looked up now there's four windows yeah i've not noticed how many i can't count quickly how many courses of bricks there are the details he can look at a whole city and accurately Mm. reproduce the skyscrapers the tower blocks the shops in, in in astonishingly accurate detail at a glance and it shows you what the brain could be potentially capable of but yeah. no one's been able to unlock it no, no one, we don't understand it i don't think they understand it but i think but i think our, our faith in christ gives us some understanding and I, and i and i think it it's simply you know psalm 139 which yeah. is not a scientific yeah. bit of you know uh, text says we are fearfully and wonderfully made and for me it can only be explained not by a quirk of science out of some random explosion but the finesse of a creator who's given us a remarkable machine called the human body and the brain. I remember many, well, many times I've visited intensive care mm, units yeah. where I've been you know, asked to pray for people in their most desperate moments when they're yeah. facing death and I remember one intensive care nurse saying to me actually all we can do is stabilise people. keep the body calm, allow it to heal itself. And they were a Christian nurse and said, God has given us a machine that self-heals, self-repairs, even where the brain has been really badly damaged, can, to an extent, you know, know, do a workaround so the new ones reconnect in other ways. Yeah, yeah. He has given us, God has given us a phenomenal machine and a phenomenal computer in the brain. Yeah. You know, we've got eyes that are constantly, I mean, I wear glasses now, but, you know autofocus, yeah, wide yeah. angle, full color, all the time. Yeah, all set, yeah, all Close the time and far. Unbelievable. Yeah, yeah. Unbelievable. better than any camera we got <clears throat> on our phones. Utterly remarkable. And you can't explain that away by just saying yeah. we're in an accident. I think that's no, the thing. No. So here's a question. Mm. It, oh,
0: basing on what you've just said, uh, on how awesome the human body is in terms mm. of its creation, this is something that is limited. To 90, 100 years tops. Right. 110 tops. The eternal body to come, that one will last eternity. Mm. Look at the craftsmanship that's gone into this one. Yeah. Imagine what's to come. What's to come? I don't think we get excited enough yeah. about what's to
1: come. C.S. Lewis wrote about the first Adam being this incredible man who'd not been affected by yeah. you know centuries of sin, would have had these awesome powers and abilities you yeah, know he, he yeah. speculated about that at yeah. C.S. Lewis there's something there yeah there's something there but the yeah, the, the world is is phenomenal and the, the human body is incredible and I, I just think we don't maybe tap into it all no and I think dare I say constantly being glued to our screens constantly being dumbed down some of the stuff you know that, that we're feeding into our brains probably don't help unlock our potential no and i do wonder if somehow these these people these savants that we're talking about have this hyper focus don't they i I, I tell you what i'm trying to learn to do myself is to sometimes in my garden when i'm out for a walk yeah i say to karen to try and go walking quite a lot together or with the girls say just stop look listen yeah soak it in yeah because i I think what these people they have hyper focus we don't even focus. Yeah. We don't even absorb. You know, let things just seep into our brain. So we might not all be savants. But I think we miss out on a lot of life. Yeah. And a lot of you know a lot of stuff in front of our faces. Just to We don't even notice.
0: Yeah. Mate, and that's something important, creation. I just quickly Googled it. The ash seed. You would have seen it. You know the seed that falls and it's got the propeller blades.
1: Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. They're meant to only have one blade and that's attached to one seed. But if you hold them up to the light the intricacies mm. of that blade and mm. the only purpose as far as i know is to push it somewhere and land it where it can be life it's a, a seed it's a mechanism for life It's a life. mechanism to deploy life yeah and that's wired into this we have nothing to do with it it happens it's happening now you know these things are doing their cycle yeah. and when you see the the detail of Creative work that's gone into just
1: the, the wing of an ash seed,
0: it's like, man, this world is
1: complex, yeah, isn't it? And we take an awful lot of things for granted. we don't notice yeah. it, yeah, we don't notice it. We let a lot of things just pass us by, and maybe just maybe some of these phenomena that we see around us, these, these stories, they compel us to stop and think, think yeah. wow let's wonder on this for a little bit which is basically why we did this podcast because we were talking about it well, that's that's crazy stuff
0: well and that's the practical kind of grounding of this one is that how do you how do you let this stuff impact your life and some of the blokes listening might be city guys busy or just family guys running
1: around yeah hey like this morning we i came down to see you last night yeah we got up this morning, we, we stopped at a cafe for a coffee and we saw this guy bundling his kids all yeah, screaming yeah. and crying and rowing. Yeah. He was haggard, little car. You could just see he just looked defeated, exhausted, didn't he? Yeah. Looked exhausted, just looked like the world had been beaten out yeah, of him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's how a lot of people, unfortunately, are living their lives yeah. through circumstances of no choice of their own, maybe. Or maybe it's just the way modern life works. But what we don't do anymore is we don't stop. No we don't stop we try and control stuff get overwhelmed by stuff we don't notice what's around us yeah or we just like what's the point i just grafting. yeah go to work go to bed get up go to work go to bed and the world is passing us by it is mate the wonder the wonder
0: the wonder of the world around
1: us the wonder of creation passes us by and occasionally these stories crop up and you think wow What's that all about? It the only yourself, way I can yeah. make sense of it is as a creator. Yeah. 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 That, I mean, it's
0: it's epic. And and our, our whole remit with CVM is that creator wants to know you
1: like he wants a relationship with you. It does. You are fearfully and wonderfully made. You might mm. not believe it when you get up in the morning. Yeah. You look at yourself in the mirror. Oh. But we are fearfully yeah. and wonderfully made.
0: Yeah.
1: Knit together it. in our mother's wombs. Every ordained for us, you know, set before us by God. And it, and it, and it says in that psalm, doesn't it, I'm just, just doing it from memory because my Bible's in a truck at the moment, but it says, you know, your thoughts outnumber the grains of sand mm. and yet he still knows you. Mm. Knows every hair on your head, mm. every word on your tongue, fearfully and wonderfully made. Occasionally these things, they, they hit us, you know, between our eyes. We're like, wow, there's got to be more. Yeah, There's got to be more. All we know there is. Yeah, man, there is, and, and and
0: it's only a veil. I mean, we're coming up to half hour. We're going to end the podcast, but there is. It's just beyond that veil of disbelief, maybe of unbelief. Well, he says in a
1: word, we see through a glass darkly. Yeah,
0: but it's just one step day of we faith. won't. It's the Indiana Jones on the on the bridge, <laughs> <laughs> isn't it? There's that veil yeah. where you say, "Well, do I believe? I'll I'll go for it. I'll trust. That's it." And he catches you. That's it. And we see it time and time with blokes, responding to the gospel. That's what it's about, mate. Closing remarks? Anything from you, mate?
1: Yeah, I just think if you're listening to this and you're feeling a bit beaten by life, uh, take yourself off somewhere,
0: yeah.
1: go up on the hillside, wonder at the world,
2: reach out to the God who made you and loves you.